Today on the Leading Edge Now podcast, we are joined by Joanna Koprovich. Joanna is a lean consultant with specific expertise in business agility, agile lean transformation, and development of high-performing agile teams. Having experience of working in very agile organizations, she has seen firsthand how agile has changed workplaces for the better. Joanna, thanks very much for joining us. Joanna, the principles of Agile are often associated with IT and software development, but everyone seems to be talking about Agile right now. Agile projects, Agile people, Agile HR and leadership. Can you explain to us what Agile is? Yes, of course, Kira. Uh, so Agile history is indeed in IT and it has a deep roots uh, because it all started around 80s, so long time ago, even though Agile itself, Agile Manifesto was formed in early 2000s, uh, the history of using some of ideas and concepts from Agile is uh, from the 80s, started in the 80s. Uh, and the success of using Agile in IT sector and software development sector was so high that it starts spreading across different industries. And lots of people believe that Agile is a methodology or framework, but actually Agile is uh, some set of values that uh, people share, uh, values like trust. So we are coming from the you know point of trust. We trust our employees, we trust our customers, and we uh, collaborate together into delivering something awesome. So trust would be very, very, building trust in our relationship would be very important. Uh, and, other, you know, and what comes with it is transparency and openness of the communication, uh, genuinity and honesty. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's lots of shared beliefs that agile, agile uh, mindset has, and that's why this is very easily transferable on different industries, and uh, that's why it can be very successfully used across different areas as well. That's really interesting. It's very much about empowering um, your employees and your teams to do things. Could you bring us through a couple of the key principles behind agile? Yeah, so uh, one would be what you just said. So uh, in Agile, we believe uh, in a collective intelligence, so the power of many. So uh, we, you know, we tend to empower people. So le leadership would be distributed. That's a first uh, difference. So in traditional uh, management, traditional approach, you would have one person who would make decision and the others would, would follow. Uh, in agile, we you know with agile is more uh, it's gaining on popularity as well because it's very accommodating the current times, the times we are living at the moment, at times which are you know where the predictability is rather low. There is a huge level of uncertainty and volatility. So there's many factors which impact every decisions, and it's. It's very difficult in some in, in our cases to link a cause and result. Thus, uh, you know, the traditional approach, I make decision now and I stick to it for the whole process, doesn't work that well. So in Agile, uh, leaders would inspire people for some experimentation and discovery and go on that journey with them. So we would be talking about short-term decisions 
and then seeking evidence to back up that decision. And then from there, we would take another decision. You know, do we go left or right? And again, once we make decision, we, we seek evidence to back up uh, the data. And we have this freedom to act on our uh, data. So if we gather, if there is some you know, feedback, we are getting a feedback, the decision that we made is, is leading us in the wrong direction, then we have a freedom to change it. So uh, that's, and you know, and also that's why, uh, you know, we would empower people. So in Agile, we try to leave decentralized decision-making decision process. So leadership group is responsible for setting up the vision and making, her sh making sure that everybody is aware of the goals, organizational goals. But then decisions at lower level should be decentralized because we believe that people who are closest to the action, you know, doers, will have the best knowledge and uh, information on hand to make those decisions. So that would be, uh, you know, that would be one of the principles. Another one, this one that I already, I already uh, mentioned before, is about trust. So we are coming from the trust place. So uh, in traditionally, Everything would be standardized. There would be lots of regulations and guidelines just to protect the organization, uh, just in case. For example, you know, like more traditional organization would have a dress code policies. So yeah. you trust people to spend loads of money. You know, they have huge budgets, but they have to be told how to dress. And in Agile, you know, we believe that just trust people, they do right. So most, more modern companies, and you will find companies which they will have just one liner as a simple policy. So for example, dress code policy would be uh, dress appropriately. So it just, we are, everything what we do, we are coming from a trust point of view. So we trust that people will make the right decision once they know the context. And of course, we need to build up the knowledge. So the level of competence and uh, skill is there. So that's why we are talking about continuous learning and improvement. So we, we in Azure, we value learning very high. So obviously before we completely decentralize and distribute the, the decision-making, um, uh, powers. We need to make sure that people have right level of competence, but we gradually build it, but we continuously build it. So again, uh, the more traditional view would be that training is, you know, it's a one-off, one very often external, very often classroom-based, and this, this is an event, you know, maybe once or twice a year we, we go to do some class. While in Agile, we believe in continuous learning and improvement. And there are many ways of learning. So one of the ways would be feedback. So we do something, we gather feedback, and we learn from it. We learn from what we hear, and we learn from the evidence which we gather. Another, you know, it's an official classroom trainings, of course, yes, but also yeah. many unofficial trainings, like uh, self-study, uh, reading books, learning, you know, reading articles, writing articles, participating in the different meetups and user mm -hmm. groups, um, attending conferences, uh, and all this informal learning, it's very powerful. It's, again, this is based on this collective power of many. So just exchange information, organizing like community of practices, when people exchange how they come up and resolve some problems, and learning from each other. So this is this peer-to-peer -peer, uh, opportunity to learn from each other, but also 
in, in, in agile setting, uh, the, the one of the differences is that we have the peer-to-peer -peer accountability, concept of peer-to-peer -peer accountability. So in a traditional uh, approach, uh, we would have manager who would be giving the feedback. The feedback would be one way, and the manager would be responsible for you know, reprimanding people and disciplining people and so on. In Agile, we have this concept of peer-to-peer -peer accountability. So we developed freedom of information and openness of communication. So anybody to anybody, you know, anybody has access to anybody to ask if they need any information, but again, to provide feedback, to pe hold people accountable. Because very often people are like, uh, okay, if we let teams self-organize, you know, there will be the chaos. There will be like how we will know if people are not pulling their weight. Well, uh, if the teams, if the leadership set the goals and vision clearly, then all the teams should be aligned to that vision and we should, you know, everybody should be aligned so everybody should know what, what they're contributing to. And then the team would hold its members accountable if they are underperforming. And that would be, that would be something um, practiced and encouraged. It all sounds like a very logical way of, of working um, and really getting your people engaged. You obviously have a very particular interest in Agile HR, um, and I, you've more than likely touched on several aspects of it there, but can you tell us a little bit about how HR can adapt Agile ways of working? Um, yes. Uh, I would be more interested in, in seeing how Agile HR can support this organizational agility because this is understanding mm -hmm. the values. Uh, how Agile HR can adopt um, uh, Agile, it's just about mechanics. And this okay. is much deeper. It's about sharing some values. And I think mm -hmm. that uh, HR in general is in the center, you know, it's a heart of, of the organization. So now they have a great, great opportunity to actually be the center, you know, of people focus, you know, people operations. And that's the opportunity I think that was missing in the past. But um, just, just to clarify, my background is in IT and uh, I work uh, many years in IT sector. But I've noticed, and it's a, you know, commonly shared knowledge that IT, the tra agile transformation only in IT will never work because there are external uh, constraints. So we do need to engage different partners and stakeholders in that conversation to bring organizational agility, you know, as a whole to different level. And just to give you an example, so in agile, we have this more uh, sustainable view so even though we are operating in short cycles, we are, we are focusing on building, building a solid product. Um, we are focusing on building quality uh, you know, in the DNA of what we are doing from the beginning and things like that. If we have a recent conversation I, would, I, I had with some managers. So we are trying to do right things long term to make sure that we don't take shortcuts and we don't jeopardize the quality. But we are working against time timelines. So the truth is 
nobody like people's bonuses people's performances are linked to those short-term goals and objectives so nobody is going to prioritize long-term good and building the you know stable uh, solid product long term over the short term bonus you know which is in perspective of you know a few months so uh, i was openly told that people don't care they want to get this thing out at all costs rather yeah. than uh, build it right you know the right way and i think this is where hr can come in as a partner to build the right you know to change the mindset to change the culture to make sure that so, you know, that all we can build completely, you know, a strong organization, organization which are built, you know, the cult, like the DNA, the, the culture is changed, which is based off, you know, seeking feedback, uh, collectively, you know, and openly support collaboration. Very often, you know, um, in, in, in big organizations, there are budgetary restrictions. So you can only work within your department because that's how initiatives are funded. So just bringing this, this, those talks about bringing, you know, cross-departmental initiatives. So building teams around initiatives. So we would have an initiative and then we would have reps from each department, like cross-functional teams, working on one initiative together. And this is a true collaboration across organization. And this is something what HR definitely can chip in and lead those conversations and help to uh, create that right culture and mindset. And as you already mentioned, Joanna, that like now more than ever, organizations need to um, become more agile. So as companies are striving to become more agile in the way they work, what does that mean then for the leadership team? What changes should they be putting in place to grow a more agile business? I think the most important in my in my opinion is just the understanding of what agile is and this is in the form of agile values. Many organizations and many leaders believe that agile are some uh, frameworks, you know, mechanics that you put in place. So there are loads of fake initiatives. You know, there is loads of uh, bad publicity around agile, but the root of it is that nothing is changed in the cultural space. There are just some agile frameworks thrown in a place and then the project are failing. But actually the true agile transformation are, you know, Cult, they are starting with culture and the whole structure. So, uh, as I said, you know, before, uh, encouraging uh, cross functionality, encouraging uh, collaboration across the whole organization, opening the communication and making sure if I need uh, information, I can approach anybody within that organization to get that to get that information, rather than going from you know person to person. You know, very often in a traditional organization, the communication would be very hierarchical. So if I need to talk. To the boss of my boss, I have to go to the old le you know levels. So I have to go to my boss. My boss will escalate question further and further, and until we get a, a reply. Uh, very often, you know, if there is a problem with with somebody, we would be encouraged to to escalate to manager to manager to manager on our line. So they talk across to somebody's you know on their line, and the information comes back to us through the same you know hierarchical structure. In agile. 
we encourage, you know, if you, we need to talk somebody, we go approach that person directly, regardless of the titles. Uh, of course, uh, leading through experimentation. So this is this assumption that we don't know the answers. So we build some hypothesis that we need to prove. Uh, to be working or not. So leaders role change. Leaders are not here to manage. Leaders are here to facilitate and help people to be the best uh, in what they're doing. Um, and leaders build the relationships. They help, you know, teams to, to grow and develop. So it's less about, you know, being this strict, you know, parent and disciplining everybody all the time. It's more about building the relationships and inspiring people so they want to be with us on that journey. And that's very important. So the, the role of managers now shifts towards being a leader, which it's completely different. You know, it's defined in a completely different way. We're delighted to be able to offer a variety of both short courses and certified agile programs and training on Leading Edge now with you, Joanna. Um, there's particular interest in your certified Agile courses. Can you tell us a little bit more about them and what people can expect to learn? Yes, so uh, I'm honored to partner with you and offer those uh, two certification uh, one is, they both certified by International Consortium for Agile. This is a well-established organization. It's a certification body which uh, guards the quality of certifications within the Agile space. So they do not, um, they do not um, promote any particular methodology or framework, but they just guide the standards, the quality of learning. Uh, so this is a highly uh, recognized, world, globally recognized qualification. And now uh, we, we also offer it in a remote, remote setting in the current situation, which uh, is great opportunity. And basically, we will, we will, there are two different courses. They are very comprehensive. So uh, Agility in HR course, uh, we, will, we will discover how, how HR can, can build on Agile values and use those values to their advantage, and then how Agile can work for HR, but also how HR can contribute to uh, building strong organizations and uh, promoting the healthy mindset and, of course, Agile values. Uh, but again, to the benefit of organizations. So this is all about building sustainable uh, workplaces that people thrive and deliver awesome products. And then we have, we have a certification on leadership. And again, this is to help people understand and shift from being a manager to being a leader, to being somebody who inspires people to, to learn, to get some skills, how to help people to grow and develop. But uh, surprise, surprise, uh, those kind of activities needs to start with you. So big, you know, in a line with the, with the famous uh, quote, be the change that you want to see in the world. So uh, some portion of the, of the course, uh, module of this course is dedicated to ourselves, to bringing the change in ourselves first, 
rather before we start helping others to, to, to transform. And this is very important because managers, leaders, parents, you know, we are teachers, we are all role models. So it's important that we walk the talk. So we need to transform ourselves first before we can bring the change further. Joanna, um, thank you so much for all that information. I think Agile is um, without doubt uh, a very interesting space and we look forward to working with you and offering uh, your Agile courses on leadingedgenow.com. Thanks very much for your time today, Joanna. Thank you very much. Thank you.